You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 101. This episode is sponsored by Eric Sue Mastermind. Get support and answers to break through your health and fitness obstacles. Now offering monthly mastermind sessions that are convenient to fit your schedule. Learn more at www.ericwsue.com forward slash mastermind and to see our free bonus. I'm so glad you decided to listen to my podcast. It's about health, fitness, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle topics. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a long-time listener, thank you for your continued support. Remember to rate and review the show on iTunes or Stitcher as it improves our ranking in the podcast world. I am sure that you have a friend or two who could benefit from all this awesome health information. So be awesome and share this with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show. Health tips and useful wellness advice without the hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast with inspiring guests and engaging fitness, nutrition, and the healthy living topics. You will be entertained and excited until the end. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a passionate and fun personal trainer with us today. His name is Jake Cozens. We will be talking about how to train in multi-dimensional training styles. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Jake. Jake, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready, Eric. How you doing today? I'm awesome. Jake is a certified personal trainer and military veteran. He's been involved in sports and fitness since he was age of six. His goal is to share his knowledge with anyone that is interested in getting in the best shape of their lives. He also has continued to learn from others, and nobody has a scientific method when it comes to fitness. Things, things that work for one does not necessarily work for others. That's why he's been an informed sponge, absorbing as much as new information about training and health as, he, as possible as he can. So Jake, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with us a little bit more on how you got started? Yeah, absolutely, Eric. Uh, kind of like what you said, fitness has been um, surrounded in my life pretty much since I was the age of six. And as I grew older, I you know went from one sport to the next. And of course, you know, along with sports, a lot of times comes training, weight training, um, doing calisthenics, anything to try to improve upon your athletic ability. And during that time, that's when I started to realize as I got into my teenage years that I was also passionate about fitness in general. And, you know, as I grew through, you know, like you said, the military and then through college, uh, fitness was more than just a passion. Other people started to see it, started to ask me questions. And then I realized it really was kind of my calling that I, I really did enjoy seeing others see the improvements. And, you know, I knew, I knew what it did for the mind and the body and how you know, how well it made me feel. So I really got into uh, trying to help others so they could have the same feelings. Very good. Excellent story. I, um, I wanted, need to ask this question, and my audience really likes to hear this answer. And the, answer, the question is, what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? <laughs> I'm not sure how cool it is. I, I, I'll tell you that it's unique. And the only reason I share it a lot is because I, get, I, just, I think I enjoy the response I get, but, um, I sleep in a cot and it isn't because I can't afford a bed or I don't have a bed. It just, uh, I, 
I did it, I don't know, years ago, and I liked how my body responded to it, and I've done it ever since, and I always try to push it, but most people don't seem to embrace the same passion of sleeping on the cot as I do. <laughs> wow. That's a first, Jake. And, uh, I'm, I'm like, wow, how, how do you get away with it? But uh, I guess it works for you. I warned you that it wasn't that cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds cool, I guess, um, for each their own. Um, really appreciate yeah. that. I um, want to dive into this topic real quick, though, and it's it's really interesting sure. to me you know, when we first talked about it. Can you share with our audience a little bit more about how to train in multidimensional training styles? Sure. Um, so it, it really, you know, I think everybody has a passion about something that's physical. We, you know, every not everybody's going to be passionate about fitness, and I understand that. But what I try to convince people is find something that you physically like to do, whether it be hiking, swimming, biking, walking, running. Everybody likes one of those. And if not that, there's something else. And the goal is to find that one thing that you enjoy and then just spawn it from other things. Um, so basically, like, let's just say, let's take, for instance, a runner. Um, obviously, a runner has their own specific passion. But people will, a lot of times, who don't like to run think, well, look, I, I can't get into shape like this runner. But actually, you don't have to run to get into shape. And I, I think that's it's one of those misconceptions where they look at a specific fitness and think, well, because I don't like it or I'm not passionate about it or I'm not good at it, then I can't get to these same levels. And that's definitely not true. And that's why I think it's good for us to be like sponges and, and try everything, whether we're good at it or not. I'm not a great... Uh, runner myself as far as speed, but, you know, I, I try to use other things to try to, you know, improve upon, you know, my own fitness abilities. And, and that's the key is to try to, you know, mix and match different things. You always want to shock your body, uh, just like you want to, you know, keep your mind preoccupied on something new. Yeah. I was going to say, Jake, that um, I, I know where you're coming from, because like, there, there are, are uh, different styles of fitness training. And that um, certainly when, when people want to work out, uh, they just think of maybe machine-based training or something, right? And I, I understand what you're trying to get at is like people can actually do weight machines, but they also can do like TRX, for example, get off a machine and move their body differently. And so that, that's, that would be an example, would you say? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and that's strictly going into the gym, which obviously as a trainer, that's what most people expect. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll specifically go to an outdoor activity because people are surprised like, oh, you're not going to tell me to do burpees, which yeah, as a trainer, and, and you know this, of course I will if we're training, but um, there's more to fitness, there's more to life, and there's certainly more to, to fitness in general. Um, outside of burpees and TRX, but yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. Very good, excellent. And um, how would you describe um, the specific routines that you offer to people? In other words, um, you throw in a lot of different variations of cardio training, different styles of strength training. Um, how how would you describe what you do? I know you we're talking about multidimensional, but can you paint us a picture of what you actually do with your clients? Absolutely. Um, most of my clients these days are in a group. Um, when I first started groups, I used to have a set program. 
Meaning that one day would be specific in um, hit hit training or high intensity interval training. The next day would be strength training or things of that nature. And I, I found that clients would pick and choose the 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 specific fitness whatever was going on that day, and would skip the ones they weren't good at or didn't enjoy. <laughs> so what I started doing, and I know it's not as nice, but to keep them off guard, I don't tell them what I'm doing because you know. Even if you don't like strength training, it's it's essential uh, to fitness. It's essential to weight loss, and you know a lot of times if we don't know it's coming, we're more likely to say, "Okay, let's just do it." Now that I'm here, um, so I guess to answer your question is, I mix strength training um, on certain days of the week with uh, high intensity interval training, um, along with you know something similar to that, like Tabata or whatever, and maybe I'll throw some weights in there. And then as, you know, to keep things a little exciting, sometimes I'll throw kickboxing and some sort of like cardio fun in there just to, you know, mix it up. But yeah. uh, the, the days are always scrambled. It's never the same thing yeah, yeah. in the week. You know, I uh, <clears throat> really appreciate what you said there because it reminded me of how I approached it. Uh, I used to have a calendar with a uh, workout per day. And I would send this out to all my clients and they would, they would know what to expect, right? And as you had <laughs> said, uh, they would pick and choose which days to show up because they didn't want to do a lower body workout or they didn't want to do uh, this cardio workout this particular day. So I stopped that practice and said, you know what? Just show up. Be ready for anything. Pretty much right. is what I said. <laughs> It's truly a trainer's nightmare because, you know, you know how it is. You put time and effort. You know the benefits of it, and um, you know sometimes it's better to keep them off guard. <laughs> exactly. Um, so tell tell some. By the way, tell a lot of the audience what hit training is and some of that, in your opinion, what that is all about. Uh, if someone doesn't know, how would you define that? Okay. Yeah, hit training has kind of. I guess spawned into new things and when it you know when it first started it was specific and now it's gotten broader the the way I look at hit training is it, you go in short bursts and short quick bursts I guess I should preface that and after those short quick bursts are over of whether it be a plyometric or even in some cases like light strength training as long as you know the form is good and then you rest you know you pull it back and you're doing that several times over, oftentimes the same move, until you basically tax that muscle. Um, some people will know there's something similar called Tabata training mm -hmm. um, that does kind of a similar thing, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Um, that's, I, I mean, those two are kind of hand in hand, mm -hmm. but it really is in the, in the bigger, more broader spectrum of it. It's basically just short bursts, um, hitting the heart rate really high and then pulling it back. So then it goes, you drop your heart rate down and you rest and you do it again. So kind of like interval training. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and the benefits would be cardiovascular conditioning, um, metabolic conditioning, burning extra calories, burning fat and so forth, right? Yeah, it, one of the hot buttons, you know, and unfortunately it becomes like a marketing thing, but it really is true. People will use what's called the, like the fat burning zone or um, the afterburn and things of that nature. But you're certainly going to get that from hit training. Afterburn being, um, you know, 
30 hours after you work out, as opposed to if you were on a treadmill and you did something like a steady state training where you're at the same tempo, you're not going to feel, you're not going to get that afterburn. You know, two hours later, your heart rate drops and, you know, the burn kind of stops from that exercise. Yeah. Um, you mentioned steady state. Can, can you just define that real quick here for someone who needs a contrast? Yeah. Um, so unlike in HIIT training where you're running intervals and you're, you're jumping your heart rate to maybe uh, 90% of your maximum heart rate or 80% of your maximum heart rate and then bring it back down to 20% of your maximum heart rate, which would essentially be a lot of times measured 220 minus your age. Uh, steady state training would be a specific pace, you know, kind of like a runner will stay at a pretty decent, maybe 60 to 70% of their heart rate. And they'll do the entire duration of their time on that, that particular heart rate training. And then they're done. Okay. Good. So it never really jumps up and down. Um, you can certainly do hit training in a, in a running style, but a lot of times people don't do that. Right. Um, you alluded it, or you went to this a little bit, which is, uh, why should someone consider multidimensional training? Yeah, that's a Eric. That's a great question. Um, mainly, my main answer would be you want to target your weaknesses, and you're not going to be able to do that if you stick with just one style of training. If I'm a runner, I'm I'm not going to work my hamstrings. I'm not going to work my my calves or my glutes as much as I should than if I did running, swimming, and biking. And the same is true if I just did cardio and I completely neglected strength training, um, I'm certainly not going to have the muscle tone to help work in my advantage. Uh, so it, it really does, it is to attack your weaknesses. You know, we all have them. Very good, excellent. And, um, you know, what could someone expect when they meet with you the first time? I just want to give my audience an idea that, you know, you're a real person and that uh, if, if they met you, what, would, what could they expect? You know, we talked all about this multidimensional stuff and hit and steady training. What could they expect from you? Yeah, I don't just throw people in the wool, you know, within the wolves. I, I mean, some of my clients are pretty intense now, but um, and they'll, they'll tell you that they didn't start off that way. You know, I meet everybody individually. And we, we go over everyone's fitness levels. And based on that, I'll, I'll let them know if group's good for them or not. And if I, if I don't think their fitness levels are there yet, we'll, we'll basically just do one-on-one -on -one training until they are. My goal is to get them into the groups because I know that's where the benefits are. Um, I think we do better when we have our peers next to us. It, it doesn't always have to be competitive sometimes. And mostly within our, my groups, it's encouraging because they're pushing one another. And uh, that's the beauty of it. But for the most part, when they come here, my goal is to see where their starting points are at. And I also want people to get out of their minds that fitness has to be grueling. You know, I'm a big fan of making fitness fun. So if somebody has a new idea, I don't want to just think like I'm the instructor. I do everything. Sometimes a client will come in and teach me something and I'll run with it. So, you know, fitness has to be fun. Otherwise, we're going to quit. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, can you define fun real quick so that people get a clear picture of what you mean? <laughs> just in case. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> That's a great question because my fun certainly isn't going to be somebody else's fun. <laughs> exactly, um, and it does it does vary. I I only base it on if if you're coming back, whether you see the results or or whether you know you feel better. 
there's some sort of fun there. It, you know, even if the results happen to be fun, if it brings you back, there's some sort of addiction there. And it's a good addiction. And um, obviously, for me, hit training isn't as fun as kickboxing. But uh, I, I still see the benefits there. And even though fun varies for people, I think if you find yourself working out on your own at some point, which is always my goal for a client, um, I've sparked some sort of fitness is fun uh, idea in their head. <laughs> and whatever that is to them is, is truly up to them. Excellent. Very good. Um, you know, a lot of times my clients are, are wondering what I'm thinking and why would I want to do this with them or anything like that. And so I'm, I'm wondering what, whether or not you, you have like a big vision for my, your clients and, and um, what sort of, obviously they have their goals and they want to lose weight maybe or tone up. Um, what else do you want them to get out of the experience with you? Uh, yeah, the, I think that really does come down to the multidimensional outlook that I have is Everyone comes in, I shouldn't say everyone, but the, the, the vast majority of the clients that come in, it tends to be cosmetic. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, they, they want a six pack, they want more tone, they, their arms more tones, or, you know, they want a better butt. I mean, yes. everybody, I guess, can relate to wanting to improve their physique. Um, and, that, and that's okay, but, you know, once you get past the cosmetics, you don't win the game of life because you have a six pack. Um, and I'm sure you can relate to this. It's like, just because you have abs, we still pay taxes. We still, we still have people to answer to. It's not going to make life better simply because we have it. Uh, my big end game for every client is to be able to embrace fitness as a lifestyle and everything else will be a byproduct. They'll see the better core abs. They'll see the better tone in their body and they'll, they'll get the better physique, but they truly have to make it a part of their lifestyle. I think to, for it to be a long-term effect yeah. as opposed to just, I want to lose 20 pounds. I don't mind if somebody comes in because I, you know, like I said, the majority, they, that's what they usually want. But my goal is to get them to morph that idea to say, Hey, you know, I want to run a marathon. Hey, I want to take this to the next level. And I want to, uh, you know, um, I don't know, travel to Peru and, you know, go hiking, you know, use their fitness to something way greater than just showing it off on Instagram because they have a six pack. <laughs> Come on. That's okay too. Once in a while, right? <laughs> of course. That's perfectly fine. Uh, awesome. but, uh, yeah, I mean, I do it as well. It, it's, it's good. Those are the byproducts though, um, from fitness being a part of your lifestyle. Yeah. Very good. Um, I'm assuming that you also uh, talk with your clients regarding uh, eating habits, good nutrition. Uh, can you share with our audience a little bit about how you go about that? I do, yeah. Uh, so the first thing I, I, I ask, you know, obviously like, like what most trainers will do, we'll sit down, we'll see where they're currently eating. Um, and I don't have a specific nutritional plan that works down the board. I don't think anybody does, you know, nutrition, nutrition varies with the person that you're talking to. Um, so whether they're, you know, whether they have specific nutrition that they have to stay away from or whether they're vegan or vegetarian, some people come in and they, um, they're paleo. I try to work around that. Um, but it, my biggest thing is vegetables, lean, lean protein and water. And if you can eliminate your calories, by drinking your calories, if you can eliminate the, the liquid calories, you're in pretty good shape, whether you're vegan, whether you're vegetarian, or whatever the case is. 
my first goal is to pretty much do that, get them to focus on drinking only water. And that's a tough one, but that's usually what I harp on at first. Excellent. Good. I, I want to say that you and I are similar in regards to just having an eating plan that's that's healthy, clean, and something that works for the long term versus just the short term. Obviously, we want to fuel our bodies so that we get the results we want. Would that be sort of a summary of what you said? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just don't think diets, I mean, obviously, they're not sustainable. And I don't put clients on diets. I, I want them to enjoy what they do. You know, basically what you said, if you can do it for the rest of your life and stay healthy, that's the plan for you. And um, that's what I usually try to get clients to focus on that mindset. Very good. Excellent. Um, so I just have the last few questions for you, Jake, and uh, we're almost 20 minutes in. Really appreciate your time. Um, Absolutely. The, the first question is, um, you know, what do you do with someone who is struggling um, and that, you know, maybe my audience is like, man, I just need to train differently or something. Um, how do I go about doing that? Um, and so how would you advise someone who is in this, uh, I guess, situation? Uh, and I'm guessing like a motivational problem or struggling about just getting into the gym or is it struggling in the sense that out. Yeah, great. They don't, yeah, I wasn't clear. They're working out but not seeing any results and, and that um, maybe they may need to change it up. Yes. It, you know, that is that is where I would definitely recommend something new for them. You know, that's where multidimensional strengths uh, get pushed on the client. It's like, okay, weight training's not working or you're seeing a sticking point. You're doing too much cardio or whatever. Why don't you go try this? And, and I've literally convinced a, a bunch of my clients last year to do something that none of them have ever done, which was a Spartan race. Mm. And none of, well, I shouldn't say none of them, but 11 of them, of them came and I think one of them actually ha did a race, you know, competed in one race in their life. So, mm. You know, something like that. Try something that's you're completely in your unknown, but you're forced to train for it, and then you're you're put out there. And you you realize, hey, that took me to the next level because I realized I could do some of this stuff. I was just afraid of it. Mm. Um, that's what I would recommend. And maybe maybe it's time to get out of the gym and 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 try something new. Very good, excellent. I like that answer. So whoever's listening to this and they're struggling a little bit, um, you know, find something that you can get inspired with and motivated to uh, achieve, I guess is what you're saying. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, I have to touch on this because it's a big part of your uh, life and it's your YouTube channel. Can you share with us a little bit about that? <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting how it got started, Eric. Um, I, I did, I did short videos years ago on a different channel and, and they were fitness based, but they were never really, it wasn't a drive to, to like do full workout videos. And, uh, a little over a year ago, I was trying to convince my sister to do, to buy a certain DVD of somebody that I, you know, I thought he was great. I, you know, I kind of believed in his concept and he's like, well, and my sister was just like, I don't want to pay for his DVDs. And there's only, I guess there was like 16 workouts. Mm. And she's like, if you, if you did some of them, if you did videos and just post them on YouTube, I would do those. <laughs> mm. So I started, that's how I got started. And, and I was, uh, I did 25 to 30 minute workout videos. And most of these, you don't have to use 
um, any equipment. Some of them are dumbbells and tension bands, but most of it's body weight. And I did that on purpose because at the time, that's what my sister had. Mm. And um, I started using that when my clients traveled to say, hey, there's no excuse. This, you know, this workout is specifically designed if you were in your um, if if you're in your hotel room, you can do this right there. So another reason for me to uh, focus on my clients a little and get them to work out when they're not here. <laughs> Very good. Um, and on this uh, YouTube channel, you primarily do uh, what kind of workouts would you describe? How would you describe them? Uh, pretty close to w the way I train on the floor here in the gym. I, I have cardio kickboxing. Um, I have hit training, you know, all body weight stuff. I also have some strength training and dumbbells. Uh, occasionally I'll do some tension bands, but for the most part, it's those three things, you know, focusing on strength, uh, core flexibility and balance. And, uh, I, you know, to me, that's really all you need to get healthier, to, you know, be happier and, um, go out and just live a fitter life. Excellent. Good. Um, Finally, just the last question here. What three health and wellness tips could you share with our audience? And maybe you haven't shared it with us, but if you did, you can summarize it. But what three health and health and wellness tips do you can you share with our audience? Okay, that's a good one. Um, well, the first one, I, I, I think I alluded to it, but it really is, in my opinion, the most important Give up drinking your calories and drink only water and try it for 30 days. You'll see differences. Um, that would be my first one. Um, my second one is find a buddy, find a partner that has similar goals and work out with them uh, because you're certainly going to do better when you, you, you hold yourself accountable to somebody else. Uh, people think just because we're trainers, we don't do it. I'm, I'm held accountable to some other trainers and, and we push one another. And I, I think that's very important. Uh, the third one is don't listen to all advices. And for the most part, if, if somebody has a goal in mind to lose weight, uh, some people are going to be happy about it. Others are going to pretend to be happy, but then they'll have discouraging thoughts that they'll put into this person's head. And I always try to say, ignore the advice. You know, even if it, even if it's a fitness advice, sometimes, you know, I, look, I try to give the best advice, but it might not be the best advice for this individual, for them keeping their goals. You have to internalize your goal and make it your own and own up to it. Um, and don't let people sway you from that. If you want to lose 20 pounds, that's the goal. Don't let, don't let anything stop you from doing that. Uh, whether it's your loved ones, your friends, your family, um, you have to be a leader to get into true shape when it comes to a lifestyle fitness goal very good excellent answer really believe in all three um the water the body and uh we all have to be um i guess uh, wise enough to to know what's good advice is and what's not good advice for our situation so very good absolutely um how do people get a hold of you jake Oh, sure. Um, so, uh, obviously, I have a, a website. It's uh, relentlessfit365.com. Um, of course, if you, if, you, if you can't train with me or if you're out of area, I, I obviously have my YouTube channel. I post workout videos every Monday and Wednesday. And um, on Friday, we, it's basically nutrition talk and, and fitness talk. So, it's more of a vlog. 
but yeah, that's about it. You can I also you can also email me at Jake at relentlessfit three sixty five dot com. Excellent. Do you have Instagram? I I do have an Instagram. Um and it's under the same it's basically under the same name, relentlessfit three sixty five dot com. And it's also on my website. Um there's a Twitter as well. And all the all the names are connected. So yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I probably Whatever social media is out there, I'm sure I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, as, I have something connected to it. As we all know, everyone is on one of them, so we might as well be on all of them as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Whatever we can do to to connect with our clients, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very good, Jay. It was a fast thirty. I really appreciate the insight, the information. I know a lot of my um, audience members will enjoy this, and. Um, Maybe one of these days I'll have to get out there and introduce myself. Um, Jake, you are um, a friend of James who was a past episode. I think it was episode 87. And so uh, we'll definitely have to get together someday. But I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to. And uh, we'll let you go. Eric, it's been, a, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you soon, Eric. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.